minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 158. Tommy Jacket, how is it in your car right Let's now? It's crack a lack It's nice and warm, crispy. Uh, I was feeling sorry for myself until I... Um, Drove to get a coffee and saw a homeless guy sleeping outside, and then I thought, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> good, good thinking. Yeah, it, um, it is an interesting one. There is a, um, and I don't know how I would tackle it personally, because um, I, I would be, I would have a mix of anger and empathy. It, uh, there's the homeless guy I'm referring to. He, yeah. um, what where he does, what he does is he sleeps in like basically the doorways of businesses. In, in this little strip mm. of shops in St Kilda. And it's kind of like, it's probably a good idea because it's like a bit of a nook, but then it sort of half goes out onto the um, the walkway. But the thing is, for the businesses, it's very frustrating because when they get there in the morning, he's kind of like made a bit of a mess and it, he does piss right where he sleeps. And my friends own a business where he sleeps, yeah. right? And I've spoken to him before because I said, Does, "What like, do you see that guy down there? Because he wasn't in their shop. And I said, you know, do you see the dude down there? And he's like, oh, yeah, he come, he comes and um, sleeps in our sometimes and he puts up a real fuss when, when we come in the morning and uh, he's, he's called the cops a couple of times because he's been a bit disgruntled. And anyway, this morning I saw that he's in my friend's doorway to the shop so he they it's a cafe so they he'll be there in probably 20 minutes time because it's currently 5:40 a.m. but it's yeah, like fuck. what I mean what do you do it's a guy who probably isn't that mentally well and yeah. is <laughs> battling like how would yeah. you deal with it's that a, I mean yeah this this the thing that I'm really struggling uh with at the moment is uh, talking about my default thinking of what I think of straight away of these things. Oh, yeah. Um, and versus the empathetic side. So I think that empathy doesn't necessarily come like first. I think sometimes first can be like critical thinking. I was even thinking about like um, during the day today, yesterday's show where there was like whenever I say anything slightly negative and actually name people out I, or call people out, I literally spend the whole day yeah. thinking, uh, do, I, do I think that enough to go on the record and say that I disagree with potentially how Osher Ginsburg's done his fucking health mag thing yeah. or revealing to the general public that I think Mayor Friedman's a bit of a pain in the ass and I've just done it for a second time. <laughs> but in, in a similar in a similar vein, with something like this, um, yes, you could default into, mm. um, mate, just at the very least don't piss in the door, just find somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but obviously, if if you're at a point where you don't have a house and you're having to s- sleep on the streets, then potentially the the um, thought processes aren't the same, obviously, as what our thought processes are. Yeah, 100%. I think for me, my empathy comes from seeing this guy. I've seen him for years around the, the traps 
and you kind of see the state that he's in and yeah. um and and you know you just start feeling for the somebody who you you're seeing from afar who's just obviously disturbed like at at one point he um he's abused my brother's wife my uh, sister-in-law um was she being an asshole though or no def- <laughs> or definitely that? not he said something okay, absolutely great. repulsive but obviously not mentally yeah. well and um, yeah. not sex pest ish. If you're thinking that, yeah. it was very much just like he's a bit angry. Like, like you can tell he's just overweight and a bit angry. It's interesting seeing yeah. the homeless people come and go in St Kilda. You and I have t- spoken about this. We saw one in the city. Well, you and I were walking in the CBD, and I just stopped. And you, and you thought, oh, yeah. here we go again. Tommy's talking. Yeah, what's going? Talking on? to somebody, talking. and then it's a homeless guy sitting down. And it was an, and it was one of the ones from St Kilda that um, moved on, and so yeah, you see, you see them. Oh, my brother was um, uh, in Chapel Street where there's quite a few homeless, yeah. and he said one night, uh, one afternoon or something, whatever it was, he saw this guy that he went to school with, that he just said looked like an absolute wreck, like. Um, he basically said he looked homeless, like what he was yeah. dressed in. He just said it was like freaky, you know, seeing someone that you just, you knew. And, um, you know, obviously you're thinking about the time, you probably, you know, memories come back about the times that you hung around them or you're at school together and you just see how someone's life has just fallen apart. It's so full on. Yeah. Oh, well, I even find, I think that what I've found the most difficult, and I've seen it specifically in Southeast Asia, mm. in the US, in Turkey, where I am now, is uh, people who are homeless or that are begging that ha- and have disabilities. Oh, so, yeah. like, um, I find that really hard because, like, and I mean, it seems like a bit fucking rich to be like, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit sensitive. JJ's a bit sensitive. Uh, JJ doesn't like when he sees things that makes him uncomfortable. And um, <laughs> I realize that that uh, comes from an epic level of privilege. But I know, I think I feel more uncomfortable because I think that for whatever reason, I've sort of, I feel like I've been hustled enough traveling and stuff that... I don't necessarily pull the wallet out and give, but yeah. when I do see someone who is clearly physically unwell, I think that that's a lot harder not to, you know, give them something. Yeah, I tell you what, Turkey, the moment is like the uh, the saying, "Don't think about me in pink underwear." It's like I, all I can all I can think about is Turkey, and all I'm seeing is people in Turkey. I've seen like. Wait, let's go back to this pink underwear thing. Uh, you know, when what you, the fuck are you talking so about? So it's like it's like when you say don't, you can't, you know, um, picture me in pink what underwear. What was the specific, uh, yeah, picture now me I can't pi- stop thinking about you. Yeah, exactly. It's lace. It's very lacy. Okay, okay. What else? How's my body looking? <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's it's very sort of um, specific to the region. No, I get what you the the analogy I would have used is once you start like I remember hearing that all red cars drive together, and so now oh, if you're wow. in your car right now, if you if you watch red cars tend to like to be near each other, Fuck, so they'll that's drive. So good. Yeah. I I'm going to think yeah. about that all day today. I've never heard yeah. that. 
Um, yeah. When yeah. you see one red car, you always see another. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So you're pretty much a red car, and all of the other people that I know are just red cars with you in Turkey. Who, have you, so you're seeing people in Turkey? Yeah. I tell you who's there. Um, uh, Dan from Cloakroom. He's there. Oh, sick. Somewhere. I, I, I don't know. Look at his Insta. Um, he He's there. Uh, Penelope, who I used to work with in Shepparton. She's listened to the show a couple of times. She's just been to Cappadocia. Um, oh, awesome. And then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, what's his name? He used to own Patch, Tommy D's old business partner. Yeah, there's a couple of people there. What's, is it, uh, I must be like, it's either just because you're there I'm thinking about it, or it's actually like a hip place to go at the moment. Do you think it's on that hip scale at the moment or? Yeah, I think it's got like a little bit of, um, I feel like there's a level of hashtag zaniness of going there. Maybe it's got that, um, I feel like it's the the place that you want to go if you want to feel like you're a little bit fucking uh, being a bit cultural. It's like, oh, oh yeah. you know, look on the uh, smart traveler w- warnings. It's a little bit up there. We're being a bit risque. We're nearly a, mm. a dark traveler. But the, th- the reality is you arrive and it's a fucking amazing place and um, you feel like we felt super safe. But um, yeah, no, I think it is probably... It's super inexpensive in regards to food and things like that. So we um, probably, for the two of us to eat, it's costing us around 12, 15, 12 to 15 bucks. It's good. And we're eating a shit ton of food. But um, yeah, it's just beautiful, great weather, super friendly people. Mm. Um, talk Talking about Cappadocia or, or however the fuck you say it, and we'll work it out. Actually, just before we go on, I did get some feedback from oh, yeah. one of... Um, uh, Bree's friends who Bree happened to send her flowers and she listened to the gift giving <laughs> episode and then uh, yeah contacted and said oh just just wanted to say thank you again but she also said that a um, hundred dollar uh, uh, Uber voucher probably was yeah. better <laughs> yeah exactly no but she um, she said something about swearing I think but it was something way more tame than I've been saying like saying shit I was I was thinking, wow, like we say a lot worse than that. But um, the, uh, what was that? Oh, yeah, the Cappadocia or mm-hmm. however you say it. Uh, Brie, we're going through the itinerary and um, thank you, Brie. Brie said I'm saying it right. Uh, going through the itinerary and it only just occurred to, to Brie today that um, the four-wheeler, four-wheelers that were on, is it like she didn't, it didn't click to her what it is. She thought it was like some sort of like big four wheel drive that we're all going to be in rather than we're all going to be fucking zooming along in some like uh, sand or some shit. So um, she's that's scared be, of driving by herself. Is that what, is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Uh, is it that you're scared of driving by yourself? Yeah. She's, can you yeah. please just even, yeah, just tell Brie. Um, that I'm more concerned about you, Josh, driving than Bree. Yeah. I reckon Bree's got it covered, well, but I think Tommy's I'm- more scared about about me. Yeah, well, this is the thing. If people <laughs> if if people uh, haven't uh, haven't had JJ on their radar in the last couple of years, and you're only new to the podcast, I've actually never mentioned this on the podcast. But when Bree and I were in Fiji about two years ago, yeah. I had GoPro footage of. Um, us at a golf course and I'm in a golf cart and um, 
I nearly flipped the golf cart. Oh, no. And Brie was screaming and she said, Josh, I told you. As like, because we went over a hill and I was going sort of had my foot all the way down and then came on the other side and just sort of, yeah, yeah nearly rolled the <laughs> rolled the golf cart. I'm just going to pull you up. You you do the yeah. same voice for your mum and for Brie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sort of grating. It's only when I'm getting told off, to be clear. Yeah, true. Um, so you've never driven a four-wheel, four-wheeler, have you? No. Oh, I've, no. The only oh, no. sort of the only sort of vehicle that I've driven outside of a car and a golf cart was a motorbike when I was um, probably about seven years old and we, uh, we were on this uh, property. We didn't even know the people. We, it was like a friend of a friend and like, oh, yeah, you can have a go at our PW50 or PW150 or whatever yeah. it was called. And um, I got on the motorbike and as I was uh, going down the hill really fast, my brother jumped out in front because he yeah. wanted to turn on the motorbike and I just flipped that and I <laughs> broke all the front of the like the mud guard and I had like bruising. So that's my only experience in sort of smaller type oh, uh, no. vehicles. Just just go slow. Don't make hard turns yeah. and just just... Yeah, don't, don't, you know, just, oh, God, <laughs> just be, be careful, because four-wheelers yeah, four yeah, can, yeah. you can flip four-wheelers pretty easily, just go, yeah. go fast and turn left as hard as you can, and you'll flip it. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, one of the, uh, one of the interesting uh, things about being away mm. is when you hear from people, sometimes you can be a little bit... Uh, on edge so for instance if you if uh, someone's looking after something or you, you know you you're expecting some bad news th- that type of thing yeah anyway um we were a couple of days ago i just remember this story i put it into trello uh we were um we were just leaving nice this is when we're going into the uber and Bree said oh uh my mum's calling me on whatsapp and then uh, I'm like, well, we're just about to get in the Uber. She's like, oh, I'll call her back. Mm. And Brie explained, hey, I'm just uh, jumping into a taxi because I'm guessing it's easier to explain than explaining what Uber is. <laughs> and so she um, she did that. And then her mum wrote back, call me now, Ooh. all capital letters and about four exclamation marks. Uh-oh. I would be worried at that point. Yeah, you would free, like so. We were thinking my my mind straight away went to our car, which is in her garage, and I'm like, you know what? Like I knew it. Uh, it's been fucking stolen or something. JJ didn't renew the reg, renew the insurance. Yeah. Actually, I think it's up in August, so we better sort that out. You got insurance? She, all my insurance is, so I better do that. Uh, Bree said the okay. She's just told me the car insurance is done. We should really oh, no. do something about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Bree just sort of like eye rolled, like I should be doing something. Okay, I'll do something about the insurance. Um, <laughs> but it's in it's in a garage. Hopefully that's yeah, it's an yeah. I thirty. And hopefully the, the main house concern hasn't we have. Down. Yeah, the biggest concern I think we have when you own an I thirty is hitting another car. You know, like hitting a Beamer or something and oh, being, yeah. having to pay for that. But um, anyway, yeah. So uh, Bree calls her straight away and like our hearts are racing like oh what's what's happened and um Bree's sister-in-law had just given birth so her brother's wife had just given birth 
And oh. um, although we're like really excited about it and super happy for them, it was also one of those things where I was like, oh, like it could have probably waited like a few minutes. Yeah, I think with something like that, I think as you get older and people around you are getting older, you've got, a, I think, a message just saying, Brie, got some great news, give me a call. Like it's... yeah. Yeah. Preface it with great news. She was going for like Bree's mum said, "Oh, it was the I knew that you would call straight away." It's like yeah, because yeah. we thought someone had fucking died. <laughs> what I've um, noticed is um, people like as I've got older, is everything all right? Like I even do it when Amy's been calling me a couple of times. I, my first thing is, yeah. is everything okay? Like we are on edge, and that yeah. we don't need capital call me now. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. That's like. That's a heart attack. Yeah, it was. And like Bree's already, like Bree uh, takes everything on. So she was sort yeah. of like after the call shaking a bit. Like oh, yeah. what just happened? I um, um, I, I have to watch, um, like I think now as a parent, my, my, the least I can do is always be available in terms of to Amy, um, I, you know, on jobs I answer and I just, if I can, I just if it's Amy calling, and I just say, "Is everything yeah. you all good?" Because if it could be Bodie, you know, I need to go pick him mm-hmm. up or something. So it's like, yeah, you just you are a sort of not. I'm not living a life of fear, but it's like you do. Uh, you just on the lookout. You just need to be uh, yeah. present, and so it's yeah, it's that's a that's a nightmare. Yeah, but I think it's also maybe just communications online in general, like you know, messaging. It's just thrown in a whole new ball game for a lot of um, older people, right? Compared mm. to what they're probably used to having access to. Oh yeah, uh, young kids aren't even—they're not even speaking on the phone anymore. Like we've got Ma- yeah. Mason in the office; he's eighteen. Um, he, he hates phone calls. Hates them. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's, well, it's it's good to Mason if you're listening. Phone calls are good. Like yes. if you, these skills are the ones that's like it. I think it's going to be hard for a lot of people, like with work and all that sort of thing. Especially like when I was working at Invato, like we didn't have phones at our desks or anything like that. Yeah. You just you would slack people. So I think it's a good skill to have. Yeah, yeah. Pick up the phone if that's the first thing that you go to it's so rare yeah. though that's not happening people just jump on the email train just in those yeah slack people just throwing yeah. it around jeez one of my favourite um, social media posts I've seen in a while actually happened um, today Bree showed me this post from her stepmom on Facebook and it was a photo and it was it said made this tonight like uh, made this meal tonight right yeah and it's got, it looked amazing. It was like a beautiful, like um, slow cooked meal and this yeah. beautiful pot. And um, it was like on a really nice wooden table. And then Bree's like, have you actually seen the photo? I'm like, yeah, it looks great. And she's like, yeah, she's taken a photo of the meal from the cookbook. <laughs> she has, so she... So she's, she hasn't lied. She said, I made this tonight. But then rather than showing the food that she made, she's shown a cook. She's taken a photo out of fucking Jamie Oliver's book. That I don't is know if a can classic. Do that. Well, I think she's got us on a technicality. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess you did sort of make it tonight. Yeah, but, I made this um, tonight. And then it's like fine print yeah. has the ingredients. You should make it too. That's the best. Oh, do you, can we just, just another random update as yes. we go. Um, uh, so Breeze, <laughs> so I, Bree did a nice post about me on Instagram and then, uh, Nicole, one of Bree's friends said, uh, put a ring on it. And Bree, what did, what did you write back, Bree? I wrote, um, oh, sorry, you've put me on the spot now. Um, I said, oh, if Josh Jansen wasn't so picky with his jewelry, then I would. So she just made a, made a joke if, I wasn't, if Josh wasn't so picky on the jewelry that I would. And she did a diamond ring emoji. Bree's mum has just written a comment on Instagram saying, what? Oh. She thinks it's a fucking proposal <laughs> Instagram pose. I think we've got to ban Bree's mum from social. Bree's mum and stepmum cannot be on social media or on fucking WhatsApp. Wow. That is Isn't the best. That, oh, that is it, the I best. Mean, yeah. It, it is. Bree's, Bree's a bit red. That's okay. Wait these, till these things happen. Yeah. Wait till the. the um, the baby announcement that never actually is happening. What's happening, bro? Uh, uh, <laughs> she, she's just said on WhatsApp, she said, um, ha-ha, I thought engage. And then Bree said, ha-ha, no, as if. And then her mum said, it's been a big week. That would have capped it off. <laughs> oh, well, give her, what, give her what she wants. Give her what she wants. Get down on one knee, Josh. <laughs> you know I wouldn't be able to get back up. That's <laughs> the biggest problem. I need to work on my squats before before we do that. Oh, but, um, have you seen anyone? Because yeah, so you're in places, you've been to pretty much every place that people would take people to propose. Have you seen any proposers? Yeah. Proposals? Uh, proposers? <laughs> no, I haven't seen any proposals. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very funny. We ended up... Um, we went to like a kebab place uh, for dinner tonight. Kebab. Sp- speaking of proposal places. Yeah, exactly. That's where you're going to do it. Look, it's, it would impress Bray, I can tell you that much. But um, well, hang on. No, we, hang on. Did you yeah. just get pulled up on how you said kebab? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is my mate Nason, who's Persian, he says kebab. Kebab. And, it's probably because um, they got kebab. an accent. Yeah, Literally, yeah, Kebab. that's all it is. It's like, do you say Afghanistan or Afghanistan? Afghanistan, Afghanistan I say Stan because we're Australian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, but we ended up sitting next to it. Like, what happened was we arrive at this kebab joint or however the fuck you want to say it. Mate, and, commit um, to one. Don't put a caveat on the end of it. Yeah, no, well, it's so hard not putting caveats when I've got producer Bree on standby. <laughs> you, just like watching the Is that the show. a whip that she's she was got like, over you? No, she, <laughs> she literally after, like I mentioned to her, I'm like, ah, I didn't know how I felt about the um, me mentioning the Osher Ginsburg thing because I actually like him. I like what he's doing. I interact with him on social media. I was like, I, am I a bit of an asshole for just like disagreeing with him and I'm like nah I think it's fine but she, she was like yeah I was listening to that and um, I didn't know how I felt I said what about the Mayor Friedman thing she's like nah I don't like Mayor Friedman either <laughs> so I think it's okay well I think that anything that polarises people or like makes people feel something I think it's it's fair it's um <laughs> you should see you should see the look that I'm getting about the Mayor comment that Bray loves that, that what 
Uh-huh. Oh, she's part of a group on Facebook with Mia. That's okay. right. Here's the thing, though. So she does like If it. you're in the yeah. public eye and you're doing what we're doing, people yeah. have a right not to like you. And not yeah. liking you doesn't mean... It's not like it's not the same as saying I don't like my once best friend for all these reasons. It's it's just like who? No, Who are you no, talking about? But what I'm saying is like you know <laughs> it's like if you and I became not friends, we, we weren't friends anymore, yeah. and I was like, oh, I hate Josh. It's a bit different. Yeah. I've got a lot of um, history with you. Yeah. Whereas these people, it's like you know you get to know them online, and and you yeah. just don't like how they're putting themselves out. But it's not the it's not hundred percent like you're getting a a good grasp of who I am through this podcast but that's okay if you don't like me we don't like it yeah. you know you don't have to like everyone and it doesn't mean that you yeah. just like have this anger towards them but it, sometimes you might but it's like you just don't like somebody it's fine yeah no it's, um, it's true so hey, you, on, the, on the topic of on the topic of technology and uh, maybe older people and the way I, they use technology I, just, I need to know the kebab sto- shop story Oh, the kebab store. Just and literally, like all, all that happened was we um we arrived there and um some local guys saw us straight away and they said, oh, like we know English. None of these people at the restaurant will, so come sit with us. Yeah, and um yeah, they were great, but they were um get, they were telling us, oh, we need to order this. Like they were made, like they paid for their meal, we paid for ours, and all that sort of thing. They weren't like at first. I was like a bit like, what's going on here? Like are they. They being dodgy, but they were super lovely. But they were like, "You need to try this and try this," and they were ordering for us. It was like, uh, it was sixty six lira, so it was like probably uh, twelve twelve bucks or something for all of this food. Epic. But um, it was just like we had had a pretty bad eating sort of time in France. Like, yeah, there's there's bad eating in the sense of um, when we're in Italy, it was different in the sense of. I was having pizza every day. It was really good ingredients. It was yes. really fresh. Where it's like we'd somehow on our road trip uh, to <laughs> to Nice, we'd gone into like trash bag uh, food territory. Where it's like, mm. oh, we need some Doritos in the car, and it's like, oh, have you tried? Have you tried this? These uh, Dames chocolates? I'm like, oh no! It's like, oh, we ate them. It's like, oh, that's that's Bree's fault. And then it's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, this is a thing. Oh, do you know that you can actually... Oh, my God. I just found out that on, at McDonald's, you can add Dames to your McFlurry. Should we, should we try that? And so, it's like, oh, we'll try that. It's like, oh, my God. Did you know that you don't have to get vanilla ice cream in your uh, McFlurry? You can actually just get what? chocolate. You can get chocolate soft serve. It's like, oh, my God. And so, we're like using these novel excuses just to basically be fat fucks. And um, <laughs> so, the annoying thing was... These guys were just like, we were sort of, oh, we're just going to have like platters. We're going to keep it fairly lean. Like we're just going to have our meat and sort of yeah. uh, salads and stuff. And keep it. and they were just like bringing out all this stuff. Like Brie was drinking this, like uh, that we had something spicy. So she, the guy was like feeding her with a spoon and they had like uh, this <laughs> right, like yo- yogurt, yogurt style drink. It was pretty, um, it was pretty outrageous. So I don't know what the actual story was, but it was just a... Um, it was a funny. That was a funny experience. Feeding Bree with a spoon. It was feeding me as well, so I didn't feel okay. so bad. But they were okay. really like stuffing her face. Like they were really like keep eating. Like their kebabs came out first. Yeah, and um, uh, like they did that awkward thing. They like handed it over for us to have a bite of his kebab, even though we That's had our weird. own kebab coming. That's weird. 
And oh. so it's like, it's th- that's classic. Like, it was a good experience, but Bree's like, oh, yeah, I'm always vibing, vibing off you, and your eyes were darting a lot, trying to like analyze the situation, what was going on. Oh, I would have loved to be in there and watch that. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty awkward. And Bree thinks that I'm the, she's a bit of a scaredy cat, but I'm, uh, for whatever reason, I'm just, uh, she's saying, shut up. <laughs> but uh, the, I'm, um, I'm not a scaredy cat, but I'm very jumpy. And for whatever reason, in Istanbul, there's all these like, uh, must be water bottles or something that has air in them and cars go over them and make uh, like a loud bang. Like the sort of, remember back in school when people would have primers? Oh, yeah. And they would like jump on them and make a noise in the locker room. Yeah, big offender. And um, yeah, it'd be a very niche sort of example there. I love uh, it. For people who don't, for our overseas audience, primers are like juice boxes. Yes. So you'd have like the, the uh, yeah. But, <clears throat> so anyway... Uh, I've been very jumpy. Anytime there's something bang, like there's a bang, I do just naturally do a jump and then Brie doesn't react to the bang, but she reacts to me jumping. Yeah. So um, the, the weird thing is you're jumpy, but next minute you've got some random bloke feeding you with a spoon. Yeah. So this is you're where <laughs> your, your, your street smart level is, you know, uh, not as it's high It's a bit as- out of whack, but it was a great... <laughs> It was a great experience. Like. No, the thing is like I I like to my vibe on travel is I wanna I am analyzing the situation of like what do I have to lose right now? Yeah. And so even we were we bought some scarfs or whatever for Brie so she can go into the mosques and shit tomorrow. Yeah. And um the uh, it was the first store we went into and as a general rule I wouldn't buy out of a first store I would like want to mm. actually have like to be able to haggle you need to at least know where to start the starting point was yeah and so um, they were about I think like 25 lira each about six six Australian dollars each and um, Brie was getting two of them and I said oh um how about 40 lira? Like, so he said 50 lira. I said, oh, how about 40 lira? And then he said 45 lira. I said, okay. <laughs> like, it was the, <laughs> the softest, the softest uh, bargaining or haggling you've ever heard. Um, yeah. oh, but well. then we, we go next door and like a guy has them for like 10 or 15 lira. So we um, paid more. But I feel like that was one of those examples where it's like, oh, it's like low risk. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, they they need the mo- the money more than we do. That's what Bree says, but I'm like, hang on, he owns a shop. We don't even own a shop. <laughs> like this guy's not doing two. Like he's got like fucking like. Does he own that place? Is he leasing? Like that's that shit's not cheap. Yeah, he's he's actually the boost juice of uh, neck uh, yeah. face scarves. Exactly. He's franchise. Janine, the, the Janine Alice of Istanbul doesn't need our money, Bree. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Bruce still yeah. trolling me. But um, yeah, no, what I wanted just, just to say about the uh, the technology thing, I feel like I'm just getting out all of the things I've been thinking about of late. But the um, uh, I was talking to my mate Chris, who, I, who we were just traveling with, about people uh, who uh, he works with who have really funny ways of doing email. And he saw that his boss basically had a folder of every single person that he works with. And when he gets an email from them, he drags that email into that person's folder. Mm. It's not a bad idea. It's not bad to have 
you know, your communications with people. No, it's, it's dumb. Are you Why? kidding me? It's so dumb because you can you can sort in Outlook like with who th- uh, emails are from. Yeah. You don't need to put it into a folder. So it's not storage. So, it's not. It's no. Like you. No. You. Hundred percent. It's so dumb. You can. You can search. I can't believe we're even having. Like that was. That was meant to be a huge laugh from you then, and the no, fact that you didn't is saying well, a lot. But hang on. I like creating folders. That's fine. Is it? But it, like I know, for me, Gmail is a fucking piece of shit. When it comes to like you- how it sort of lays everything out, it, it confuses shit out of me. I'm looking for an email. It's- for 10 it's minutes. owned by Google. All you need to do <coughs> is search the shit that's in the email and it will come up. Yeah, sometimes it, sometimes I'm losing stuff, mate. Yeah, no, it should, should never happen. Mate, but, but what I wanted I'll tell to you say... What, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Wait till you see me on a quad bike. I'll absolutely ruin <laughs> yeah. it. So you, you've got the email covered <laughs> and I ruin it on quad bike. The thing is you'll never be able to find the reservation for the tour <laughs> because you won't be able to... You haven't created a folder structure for the reservations, but it did. Re- it did remind me of my boss when I worked at the fire brigade. He would actually. This is no joke. He had all of these um, physical folders, and every time he received an email, he would print out the email and put it into a plastic pocket. Ah, oh, okay. Is, that's, that's isn't that outrageous? Uh, that will cause fires. Yeah, well, I was, yeah. Not only that, but I was just like, I used to always be like, "What does this dude do?" Like, what is? I remember having that. Like, he was in when I was working there. He was a lot older than me. He's probably double my age or whatever. I remember, like, I was a trainee and I was having these conversations with him. This is when I was nineteen, and I was saying to him, like, "Hey, uh, I'll just make up a name so I don't use his real name, George. Why, like?" You know, if you don't like it, why are you still here? Why don't you? It's just like, yeah, you know, like I just, um, uh, you know, it's harder when you have a family and stuff like that. Oh. But he used to spend his time printing off there. And so when we'd have meetings and stuff, he'd be flicking through these folders to find emails. Jeez. That's, oh no, poor guy. I wonder yeah. if he's still there. Yeah, I mean, he probably is. I mean, and like... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. Um, he's probably still got those. Maybe something's going to happen to the internet, and then it's um, it's going to be worth something. All of the emails that he has. <laughs> but I, I actually, j- just on a bit of trivia, I think that the way Google started initially, uh, the founders were trying to create a copy of the internet. Really? Yeah, I think they were trying to actually store everything that's online but um that would be really really expensive if you think about the amounts of terabyte millions of or billions or trillions of terabytes of um internet data we have jesus that is weird yeah. uh, i've needed some technical help here i won't get into it but um yeah definitely hanging around you you do you do realize um how inept you <laughs> do, are do you want a quick to- do you, want me to, do you want to quickly troubleshoot it, or <laughs> mate? I, I one, I'll just tell you, I troubleshooted myself, but I was putting in the right fucking password for my email, and it just wasn't uh, working. 
but it this was isn't Luke. Richard Jansen sort of. <laughs> this is you sounding yeah. like my dad. I know, so I'm going to leave it there. All right, uh, now I'm going to go back, get back into my quad bike and own it. Yeah, just just reset the password. <laughs> Actually, Russ Keys did mention we were talking about Google Trends the other day and oh, yes. being able to see. You can basically search trends and see if people are still, um, you know, when it peaked when people were talking about it. But he uh, also mentioned. Wayback Machine, which is yeah. sort of like a, a smaller version of, I guess, what I was talking about with what Google was doing. But they've basically archived uh, a bunch of the internet. So you can go back. If you type in Wayback Machine into Google, you can actually find old websites that you may have made or that you went to and you can select a date and you can actually render that website from that time. So it's just it like it takes a screenshot of each page of the website. Well, it's, it's not even that. It actually like loads up the code and stuff like that. So some things are broken sometimes, but that's no, really yeah. cool. And what it won't do is um, uh, flash websites because I had one and it's yeah. and you can't access it, which is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one that you spent like 10 grand on the yeah. website <laughs> what an idiot Never what forget. an idiot uh, what an investment I know did you think that was a good investment that was for your stripper business wasn't it yeah I mean it worked we got business through it but it's um, it, lo- it was slow and so was it something that you had to like press your clothes and they would slowly come off or something like something you could only do in flash no I think it was like just a video it had like our logo which was like neon looking and it kind of like fizzed in you know, like it was turning oh, the neon fizzed on. in. Fizzed in, like you know, like a um, you know, like a piece of TNT with a wick on the end, and it sort of like burnt yeah. in, and then sort of sh- turned on. It was great. Anyway, that's mm. uh, it's all gone. Right. It's gone. I'm uh, feeling a bit hyperactive today. If you haven't noticed, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, sugar. It's all the food. Um, yeah, it's, it's sugar. It, it's what's it's what was on the spoon that that guy was feeding you with. Um. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was probably on some sort of speed. But no, I was um, been eating a lot of uh, Turkish delights as well. Fuck, he's got, which, yeah, uh, again, he's, part of it. he's got a JJ food diary update. Let's um, yeah. let's finish with that. That's, that's the time to, to wrap it up. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Tomorrow, we're um, chatting to Jules Lund and we talk about a lot of things, including... Um, the blow up. The you know we, we talk about uh, when I decided to tell a client on set, one of your clients, that um, <laughs> I wouldn't be working with them again. <laughs> it's uh, it's happened a few times. It's the JJ blow up. But, um, I think it's it's only happened once, hasn't it? Well, once in my presence. Uh, yeah, once once in your presence. It's, and I feel like I'm getting better at the the blow up thing. But yeah, we talk all things uh, business and. Uh, Jules gives us a good insight on uh, the uh, how hard it is to run mm. a business like he's um, doing at the moment with Tribe. Yeah, it's interesting chat. We'll uh, catch you next yeah. week, guys. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us an email. And it's only uh, not long, TJ, until uh, we'll be in the US as well, Ugh. October. So, um, and then um, then we'll be back in Melbourne shows in person, which I'm very excited about. Have a good one, guys. See ya.